Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. It is the first podcast of 2016. Yay! Happy New Year to everyone who is listening to this fresh off the press, and a happy day to everyone who is listening in the future. Well, let's get on with the show. Uh, with it being a new year, I kind of wanted to talk um, about some proactive stuff we can use when we have anxiety or panic come up, something that we can use right away. One of the things that I work a lot with is um, DBT skills. Um, I've used them in a lot of my work with eating disorders, and um, they work well with actually it with anxiety. It is like those skills are just awesome because they're mindfulness-based. And so um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the stuff I'm going to talk about today will be, uh, I guess you could call them DBT skills in a way. But let's not, we don't even need labels. Let's just go on and see what we can talk about. Because I've been um, uh, talk about as far as moving forward and having some real concrete stuff to use in 2016 to go forward and really begin to clear out uh, this anxiety, stress, panic, and PTSD. Um, I've been seeing a lot of questions about, uh, you know, people needing to know what to do. There's a lot of questions about um, feeling guilty about taking care of themselves, the time needed to do the practices that, that are required to heal. Um, you know, when a, more than one person asks a question, uh, I, I, I want to be able to answer it online. So it wasn't a formal question to me, but I've been seeing it come up, and it's been in emails that I've been getting. So I wanted to talk about um, using opposite action. Now, I know that might sound like we're kind of fighting our anxiety, um, which we don't recommend. We recommend uh, facing your anxiety. We recommend accepting your anxiety, floating with your anxiety, but not fighting it. Uh, fighting it, But uh, using opposite action is actually working with your anxiety because it is the anxiety itself um, that suppresses our our natural responses, um, it, what we really need to be doing. And anxiety covers that over, it pushes it down, and it makes us react. It makes us react in the moment, in a hurry, right now. And that is a sure sign that you're dealing with your anxiety when you feel that pressure. Um, that is definitely your, your anxiety. So what I want to talk about today is in, in using opposite action is to be, um, to be responding to our situations versus reacting. So um, I'm going to pick five little scenarios and see if we can't figure out how to go about uh, 
responding versus reacting. Uh, and one of the first ones that comes up a lot around the holidays is feeling lonely. Um, we get um, a lot of isolation in general life, depending on how what kind of situation you're in. Um, but when you have anxiety, any isolation is ten is ten times as, as stressful. Um, so if you don't feel like you're part of the human race right now, you are not alone. Um, and actually, when we are feeling that that extreme loneliness, this is the time we need to reach out, and um, we we have to remember that, of course, it does it does involve risk. There's just no way around that. The risk can be minimized if we do things in the right way. And, um, you know, if you're lonely, you can go to a library or a coffee shop. You can be um, with, you, you can be with people in a very controlled environment without actually having to be with the people. So when you're lonely, you can actually be out and about, but not having to interact one-on-one. And, and now this isn't for everyone, but for some people who are you know, having difficulty with those one-on-one interactions, this is a great place to start. Um, and also the, the, our Facebook group is a great place to be because you can be home, you can be in your safe place or your safe environment, you can be on your computer, which feels very familiar, but you can, you can stretch yourself, you can move a little bit forward uh, on your own. And so I invite you to join us over there at the Facebook group like I was talking about earlier. And that is a good way for us to um, use our action in a way that is responding, responding to that loneliness versus reacting to it by getting down on ourselves, beating ourselves up, digging ourselves into a deeper hole. So the next one that we can talk about is... um, when you feel anger, you know, sometimes we feel like we want to lash out. Um, and this is a big part of a lot of people's anxiety disorder. Um, it's filled with the, a lot. They're filled with a lot of frustration, tension. Um, they want to they wanna re- react right away to the people that are in front of them, even if those people don't deserve what it is that they're what what it is they're about to say or do. Um, lashing out usually, I will say 99.99% of the time makes things worse. So um, we have to learn what to do in that situation. We have to respond to our lashing out and that anxious, angry feeling. We have to respond by doing the opposite, right? We want to lash out but instead we do the opposite action and that is our responding by walking away by telling the person we'll talk to them another time by taking a break if it's work you can take a um, a time uh, away from your desk um take i like to call it a pause or putting yourself into park and take some deep breaths and ask yourself how important you acting uh, in a lashing out an angry way, how important 
is it that you act that way? Is it really necessary to go right to that high level right now? Again, those are the red flags of anxiety. It's telling us, do something extreme and do it right now. So let's do the opposite. We're going to respond instead of react, and we're going to walk away, take some deep breaths, take some time for ourselves, take the pause. And I really think that this one will help you um, move along with it with more grace and ease because angry people tend to make people nervous. So if you can learn to just put it in park or put it in pause and take a few breaths and then really find out what it is that needs to be said. Often nothing really needs to be said right in that moment. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So the next one is um, when we're feeling depressed. What do we do when we're feeling depressed? Uh, what would anxiety want us to do and what might be the opposite action? Anxiety and depression often come together. Not always, and not always at the same time, but they can be coupled together. Um, the opposite action is particularly useful for getting out of um, those low, dark times. Um, when you're depressed and you don't want to, you don't want to be depressed anymore, you're actually being aware of it, get active. Because what is depression? It's low energy. It's not wanting to move. It's stuckness. It's kind of sticky, right? It's slow motions. So the opposite action would be to be active, to go for a walk, to go for a run, go for a swim. If you like to lift weights, do that. Go to the gym if that's your thing. Uh, jump on your trampoline, get your blood circulating, do a little yoga even. It doesn't have to be strenuous, and we're all at different activity levels and fitness levels. So, But it's just to move. 
Get your blood circulating. Get get the chi circulating. Beyond blood and lymph, we have this basic life energy in us that needs to be moved. The channels can get blocked. That's why things like Tai Chi and yoga and Qigong are amazing, even though they look like they're very small or quiet kind of slow motions they are opening channels and letting the energy flow try some of that even for something new this is 2016 let's try some new new things some new opposite actions so the opposite action for depression is action getting into some activity Uh, the second to the last one that i want to discuss is um for driving. We have a lot of anxiety and panic around driving. And I had that. I had some difficulty driving for a while. I had like safe zones and I would get nervous, very nervous being on the highways, uh, going maybe somewhere I didn't know where I was going. And I didn't, you know, understand the lane changes or the uh, on ramps and off ramps. And so I might get a little nervous and panicky little nervous, I didn't know, panicky, I knew in the car. And so the way to do this is to not give yourself extra stress by practicing uh, driving further when you have to be somewhere. The best way to do this is to pick some free time when you can get in the car and get on the highway. Now I live on a very small island. We don't really have a highway. So, I mean, we have one road that goes 55, but uh, it's still just two lanes. So, um, well, maybe there's, I guess there's two lanes each way. But it's still not not like it was where I am coming from. So I, I, I want you to get in the car when you don't have to be anywhere in a hurry. And pick a highway that you are going to have to drive on, you know, so or that you have driven on. It's somewhat familiar. And you can know how uh, far off the on and off ramps are. And you're going to get on the highway and, you know, get in the right-hand lane and go the speed that you're comfortable at. And so you feel somewhat comfortable and keep driving until you feel your anxiety start to set in. Now, this is really... This is really going for it, right? The anxiety starts to come up and you're going to want to pull over because number one, you don't have anywhere to go right now. Number two, you know you're just practicing so you feel like you can just do whatever you want. Wrong. We are practicing doing the opposite. So when your anxiety comes in and you want to pull over, wait. Do the opposite action respond to your anxiety by continuing to drive just long enough to get off the next exit. You don't have to drive for forever. You don't have to go to Timbuktu and back. You just go. When you're driving, you feel your anxiety rise. You resist the urge to pull over because that's what anxiety wants you to do. Now, now, now. Pull over now. And do it now, because it's very important that you pull over right now. That's the red flag that that is anxiety speaking. Not that you're having a heart attack or that you're um, 
needing to go to the bathroom or whatever multitude of thoughts your anxiety can have you think why you have to pull over, you just can respond by doing the opposite action, which is to simply drive to the next exit. And because that's the plan, it isn't like you're escaping off the next exit. That was the plan. Let the anxiety rise, resist the urge to pull over onto the shoulder, and drive with your anxiety to the next exit. It's a great way. You can try this like once a week. Then when you get used to that, you can try it twice a week. And next thing you know, you'll be driving an extra exit. You can give yourself those goals. If you're working with a coach, have your coach map this out with you and and report back to them. These are, these are great times um, and great ways of being able to show yourself that it is you who is in control And you can respond to life rather than to react to life. And the final one I want to talk about is the one that we probably run into all the time is um, our anxiety rising when we're in the store. Whether it's a grocery store or crowded department store, wherever it is you have to be. Um, So get yourself into the store (laughs) And if it's really crowded and you're warm or whatever your um, precursors are for panic and anxiety, mine was warm. I didn't want to be warm. Um, And and you're in there and you can feel the panic building. Um, What is that saying to you? Panic is building and then the thoughts come up, just leave the store, just leave the store. I have many clients that have left their baskets that, that took them an hour to fill. They've left them there in the store. And that's going to come up sometimes. So when we're practicing using opposite action, when we're practicing responding versus reacting to life, we're going to resist the urge to run out the door. But we're going to do it with awareness. This isn't isn't fighting it out. This isn't white-knuckling it. This is like doing the opposite action by responding to what's going on. You're feeling anxiety and your response now to that, your new response is going to be to stay in the store for at least two more minutes. We're going to start small. You may find that after you've been in the store for two minutes or so that uh, you don't even want to leave. But you give yourself permission because we want to keep this controlled so that it is you making the, re, the decisions, not your anxiety. So you stay for two more minutes. If you choose, you can leave or you can stay. And you can start to extend this as you practice it. But that's a great place to start. Um, again, this is using responding to life versus reacting to our anxiety by using what we call opposite action. So I hope that's helpful for you. Um, uh, I use it a lot with my clients. I used it for myself. And um, I'm telling you, life on the other side of anxiety, panic attacks is just amazing. It's just amazing. And um, the energy level goes up. Your creativity goes up. Everything gets brighter. And that's why I wanted to bring this up at this beginning of this 
amazing new year that we have in front of us. Um, let's let's hold the light on a, um, a a way of getting clear of our anxiety and our panic attacks and PTSD. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 